You are listening to You Were Made For This, the podcast to help transform your relationships into the best they can be. Welcome to You Were Made For This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Hey, thank you, Carol. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's show, episode 90. Do you remember the last time someone encouraged you and how good that felt? Do you remember how it motivated you to keep doing whatever it was that prompted another person to take notice of what you did and then tell you about it? Hopefully it wasn't too long ago, but for some of us, encouragement from others is as rare as your child asking for more vegetables at dinner. (laughs) We may not even remember the last time it happened. What are we to do then? Well, keep listening as today's show is about how we can encourage ourselves when we don't get it from other people. In last week's program, episode 89, How to Be a Better Observer of People, we talked about the aura principle of deepening relationships, observing, remembering, asking, O-R-A. And we focus specifically on observing. Today, I want to talk about another benefit of being a keen observer of people. Besides helping us to understand others and relate with them more deeply, observing others and how they move through life is a great way for us to encourage ourselves. I've got a number of examples I want to share with you today of how I was encouraged by listener responses to recent episodes of the podcast. As you hear excerpts from what your fellow listeners have to say, I think you'll be encouraged too. The first one comes from a listener in Pennsylvania who wrote in response to episode 84, The Christmas Story, on December 25th. This was a very brief uh, bonus episode where I just read the Christmas story from Luke 2, with no comments whatsoever, just the biblical text of the Christmas story. Well, anyway, this listener from Pennsylvania writes the following. This morning I listened to your Christmas Day podcast gift. Matter of fact, I listened to it twice. Thank you. The choice of passage really spoke to me and helped put me into a better frame of mind for this season. Thank you for this gift. This listener's response encouraged me to think how I can change my frame of mind when it needs changing. I don't have to stay stuck. I can do what he did, namely listen to or read a passage of scripture, maybe even twice. Well, this encourages me, and I hope it encourages you too. The second listener response was to episode 85, Finding Joy at the End of 2020. And that aired on December 30th. And it comes to us from Marcy, who is a missionary serving in Brazil. And she wrote, I can certainly identify with joy alongside sadness this Christmas holiday season. I really appreciated your emphasis on choosing to have joy, even while not minimizing so many who have experienced pain during the holidays. As children of God, we are created in His image, 
which gives us the power to choose yes. Power because we are not victims of our pain, nor our circumstances, no matter how challenging. We can turn to God. His mercies are new every morning. Thank you for your message of hope. Well, observing how Marcy can find joy even in the middle of sadness encourages me. She says we don't have to live like victims because we can turn to God when bad stuff happens to us. I don't know about you, but I sometimes like playing the victim card because when I'm a victim, nothing is my fault and I don't have to change. Nothing is required of me when I'm a victim. Her comments encourages me to realize I don't have to feel like a victim, that I can choose to turn to God for help when things don't go my way. And you know, you can too. Then there's a note I got in the mail on January 2nd from Randy, a listener in Pittsburgh. He wrote, I am so glad you are doing this podcast. It's an ongoing encouragement and how to care for and love others. In my daily devotional that I read from John Eldridge, I was encouraged to ask God for a theme to live out 2021. And within minutes, I looked at our Christmas tree and saw a wood ornament with the word hope. It's the only large lettered ornament on our tree. It's God's gift of encouragement to the hopeful in the coming year and to live with hope. It seems well-suited for my theme for 2021. For me, noticing how Randy picked a theme to live out the year encourages me to do the same. He selected living with hope this year. Hmm. I, I think I'll pick look for the joy. You know, I'd like to be a little bit more like Randy. How about you? Is there a theme that you can live out in 2021? Speaking of joy, Linda from North Carolina, another listener, responded to episode 86, How to Begin the Year with Joy. She wrote on January 6th to me, It's amazing to me how important we are in each other's lives. We can actually sustain someone through our written words of encouragement, through our voice in a song or poem, through a fresh baked pie or a pot of soup, or through our prayers on their behalf. I'm excited to trust our All-Creator to help me be alert in this new year to sustain others in creative, simple ways. She goes on to say, I think you could do a whole session, John, on passing on secondhand praise. I recently wrote a couple in my daughter and son-in-law's church who have been so supportive to them in the homegoing of my daughter's mother-in-law. Throughout our Christmas time together, my daughter shared several ways that they had been helped by this couple. So yesterday, I wrote this couple myself, thanking them for the help that they had been in encouraging my kids by their kindness. We never know how a small seed of appreciation passed on that way can bear much fruit. All it takes is keen ears to catch it initially and then diligence to follow through, letting the first person know the impact of their thoughtfulness. 
I love being this kind of link, don't you? Well, Linda's comments really encouraged me to do what she does. You know, she said all it takes is uh, keen ears to catch it. That is the kindness of others initially. And then diligence to follow through, letting the other person to know the impact of their thoughtfulness. What a, what a great way to make a difference in the world. Observing how Linda lives encourages me to be a little bit more like her. How about you? Another person I'm encouraged to be more like is Josephine. You remember her. She's a missionary from Eastern Europe that I interviewed in episode 83 right before Christmas on December 23rd. She's also a listener to the podcast and wrote to thank me for having her on the show. And then she said the following, That episode caused me to reflect even more on one key element of the Christmas story, Jesus stepping into our world as the light of the world, just as I, on an incomparable smaller scale, stepped into theirs. What she's referring to here when she says theirs is the group of musicians that she mentioned that she had developed a relationship with who honored her by wanting to know more about the real Christmas story. You might recall Josephine was prepared to celebrate Christmas evening alone at home in her pajamas, but decided to accept the the invitation of this group of musicians who didn't really know anything about Christmas, who didn't know the real meaning of Christmas, who didn't understand what Christmas carols were all about. And they gave uh, Josephine a chance to explain that. They wanted to honor her by honoring the holiday that was so important to, to her. Anyway, she goes on to say that she was able to enter into their world to share uh, pieces of truth with them. And she concludes with, May he in his grace help us to be open, bold, and supportive to opportunities like this. If you missed that episode, find the time to go back and, and listen to it. I'll have a link to it in the show notes. It's number 83 on December 23rd of 2020, entitled The Best Christmas Gift, Be With People in Community. It's actually one of my favorites uh, from last year. In, In hearing how Josephine is still reflecting on the Christmas story and how it motivates her to be, quote, open, bold, and sensitive to opportunities to enter into the lives of others, it really encourages me to do the same. I realize I need to be a little bit more like Josephine. Does observing how Josephine live encourages you too? I, I certainly hope so. Carol told me that uh, she thinks we need to have her back on the podcast, and I, I certainly agree. Finally, I have two other responses from listeners about episode 87, entitled Make It a Relational New Year's Resolution. This is from January 13th. Jennifer from South Carolina wrote, I loved your thank you note goal idea for 2021! Exclamation point. I will work on this. And then this came from Libby, another listener, who wrote, Hi John, I loved your idea about collecting thank you notes, but I really like the idea of remembering to do things for others that will prompt the response. I also appreciated your podcasts about joy. I needed them. Do you remember the thank you note idea? 
It's about doing something for people that causes them to write you a thank you note, something in writing on a piece of paper. See how many you can get this year. That's, that's what the thank you note idea is all about. Well, for me, noticing how these two listeners reacted to this encourages me to be even more intentional about it myself. And I'm glad they, they both got the point that it's not the thank you note itself that's the goal. It's actually just doing something so meaningful that it motivates someone to express their appreciation in writing. That's the point. I'm encouraged to follow Jennifer and Libby's lead because I know that it's going to bring out the best in me. And I know it'll bring out the best in you, too. Well, if you forget everything else, here, here's the one thing that I hope that you remember from today's episode. It's this. When encouragement from others is hard to come by, we can encourage ourselves by observing others and then ask God to help us be more like the people we watch and admire. Here are a few ideas for how we can respond to today's program. We can look around and start watching for people who display virtue in how they think and behave. People close to you, as well as complete strangers. What qualities do you admire in them? Which of their virtues would you like to take on as your own? It does start by observing. Look for the good people, the kind people. Take notice of others like those mentioned in today's episode. You can be like them. You really can, I know. But you can't do it on your own. None of us can. We all need God's help. Ask Jesus to show us how we can be more like the people we respect and admire. Then you will become more the person God intends for you to be. You were made for this, you know. As always, another thing you can do is to let me and your fellow listeners know what resonated with you about today's episode, just like those who you heard about today. It's bound to encourage others. You can put your thoughts in an email and send them to me at john at caringforothers.org or you can share your thoughts in the leave a reply box at the bottom of the show notes. Well, in closing, I hope your thinking was stimulated by today's show to both reflect and to act so that you will find the joy that God intends for you through your relationships. Because after all, you were made for this. Well, that's all for today, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Goodbye for now.